I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. Industry leading, difference making, tomorrow shaping, world changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Hey, Daddy, this is Dollar Beat. BoxingVoice.com. No matter what nobody say, man, spirit can't nobody fuck with me, man. You know, I can't be fucked with, you know. Whether you pay to see me win mm. or you pay to see me lose, mm. you're gonna pay. Look, if your kids still gotta eat, I don't have to watch, you know, any footage of a, a fighter. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody gotta watch me. I knew eventually I was gonna have to fight Oscar. I feel like um, I feel like he was straight up and down, no really no special effects. Boxingwoods.com. How can Canelo have the biggest deal? Your, your deal is for 300 million. And I made, I made 350 million just in one fight. And you're fighting on the app. Boxingwoods.com. I'm a king, okay? I eat a feast. Well, every time I eat, I eat a feast. And when I get up from the table, I don't give a fuck who get the leftovers. At the end of the day, follow my green friend. Good morning, TBV. Thank God it's Monday, and we are back with another one. 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. West Coast, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. over there with my good friend. Francis is from what's going on ladies and gentlemen we are back to discuss the news we broke and we didn't get credit amongst the boxing industry it's all good middle fingers to all you fuck faces Ronnie told us first and we're here to discuss Deontay Wilder getting rid of Jay Diaz oops no not Jay Diaz it's Mario Munguilla Mark Breland they got rid of Mark Breland they want to get rid of Mario Munguilla for all the shitty talk but look uh, Mark Breland got the boot, unfortunately, and uh, I think the biggest twist is that um, Malik Scott is now in a bigger role or a trainer role or some sort of lead role. I, I don't know, but this is what we're talking about this fine Monday morning. Sun is shining through the office window and I'm hoping that that is God sending down the rays saying, no worry, my son, you'll be in a bigger office soon. Soon in the sunny, sunshine state. One day, 
over the rainbow skies are blue. What's up, guys? Uh, I mean, I know you're moving for a fact now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Very, I'm not. I'm not. Joyous. No, I'm not. I'm just, you know, trying to send positive energy to G.O.D. Right. so he could reciprocate that back and I could find what I'm looking for, you know? Mm. Well, it shall be, champy. Now, nah, look, man, uh, it's crazy because Malik Scott did have a fight with Deontay Wilder. So it's a uh, um, it's a crazy like turn of events, you know, kind of because it came from somebody that he fought to somebody that was being brought in in camp. Now to somebody who's going to play a, a senior role in a sense. Right. Or, or, or a role where where he, he will have much say in the camp. Now, we don't know if this happened yesterday, months ago, or when it did happen. But Schinkel, you know, did let us know that that's what's going on now. And, um, I mean, we talked about George Foreman being in the camp. We talked about all these guys that could have added something to the camp. And look who it is, my man Malik. Word. You know, and uh, Steve Kim wrote the article. Uh, shout out to Steve Kim, who, you know, at least got new information for everybody and broke his actual work. Uh, good, good job to him. Uh, he reached out to Shelly Finkel and Shelly Finkel let him know the news and he's let us know the news. And the quote goes like this. This is from Finkel to, uh, ESPN, Steve Kim. I think things will switch around with the team that is there with Malik being in more of a role and there's not much more to it. So, uh, yeah, you know, and there's not much more to it. What does that mean? I don't know. He's being a little, I think it's like, you know, decoded a little bit. But for Malik to step up into a bigger role, for the fact that Breland's not there, absolutely makes sense. Uh, I think it's the right thing to do. And I think at the end of the day, Jay Diaz uh, staying is really, that's the biggest part to me that means uh, the world. I think that that's the right move more than any of them. I just think that, and I could be wrong. I'm on the outside, totally on the outside, uh, looking in. And I feel like, did Jay Diaz stay because he got paper on Wilder? Because he was the one that found him, and he's the manager trainer. And that's why the co-trainer, who's not a manager, had to go. Um, because I know everyone is like, how the hell you get rid of Breland, who was a world champion, an Olympian, declarated, people respected him, people felt he did the right thing, but you kept Jay Diaz. You know what I mean? Who people give more criticism to. So it just goes to show the relationship between Diaz and, and Wilder and Wilder being loyal to Diaz, uh, being as though the D's, excuse me, I keep saying Diaz, but it's D's, even though D's is the one, you know, found them. So I, maybe there's some loyalty there because he like, you found me. You took me out of this hell. We're going to go through this shit together, ride or die. Right. You know what I mean? Listen, my, my take on it is um, we need to get more information on what exactly the role of Malik Scott. I think it's good that he... I thought he already had some type of role. It might not have been significant, but um, I'm glad he's getting, he a more, he's getting a more significant role in the camp. Let's see exactly what that role is. He's a great boxing mind. He's been around the block. He's done it. You know what I'm saying? He has great experience. Um, at the same time, just to piggyback off what Ness is saying, like, yo, this situation can only get better. Can only get better. Mark Breland... Um, was a great trainer. Um, it, it didn't work out the way he wanted to. And the reason why it didn't work out the way he wanted to, because if I go anywhere with each of you guys and I say, listen, when we get here, such and such is happening, I expect that, you know what I'm saying? You respect it and do exactly what I ask. And to the like of Deontay Wilder, Jay Diaz did exactly what Wilder said, don't throw in the towel. And as bad as it sounds and he needed the help and he needed to be saved, that's just how it was for him. You know what I mean? And, and we know that Deontay is a guy of loyalty, and he's going to get a lot of backlash for it. But 
It is what it is. I ask you not to do something, don't do it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy though, man. I mean, look, yeah, you asked me, but uh, when you get that that dog camera view, <laughs> like Bradley likes to call it, um, and you see that corner when when you know Deontay's you know pleading with with Breland, like, hey, well, why'd you do that? You know, why'd you do that? Shelly Finkel was there, and I, <laughs> for some reason, Shelly Finkel to me looked way more upset than Deontay Wilder about that. And um, I think that Shelly Finkel too. That's, a, that's not to cut you, dude. But that's exactly what I was saying. Like, I agree with you. I agree with you that the stoppage, you know what I mean? It looked like it would have been needed. Fight another day. But to him, you know what I mean? It's like, as I said, if you got a code, you got a code. Like, this is what we agree on. It didn't matter who found who first. This is what we agree on. And I ask you to just do what we agree on, and we'll be all good. And that's why they were upset, because they know exactly how Wilder truly feels. We only know a little bit from the outside, but how he truly feels about this particular, you know what I'm saying, way of losing a fight. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Nah, brother. Go ahead. Are you sure? Okay. Uh, no, I just want to say real quick. Look, I, I understand how Deontay Wilder feels. You only need that one quote where he says, you know, if I'm willing to, you know, kill someone in the ring, then I should be willing to die in the ring. It's something like that. I'm paraphrasing, right? That's a fact. So That's I understand exactly. that 100%. Breland, though, represented something in everyone's eyes that we believe he represented in the Wilder camp. That was the guy who wasn't going for fame. That was the guy who, you know, wasn't doing this for money. It was like the heart of the sport type of thing who cared about the athletes. You want somebody in that ring who, I mean, you want somebody in your corner who is, who's going to protect you from yourself, you know, because there's no doubt in my mind that Wilder would do exactly what he says, but to have somebody in the corner that you can trust that will prevent you from taking it too far because they know you'll take it too far. That's the, that's what you really, just to piggyback off what you're saying. I, I agree with you. The only thing is that I believe that there was some type of close conversation that Wilder had and he explained vividly with a, with a painted picture of exactly when you should stop the fight. If I'm in this type of situation, then you stop the fight. That conversation might not have happened with Mark. You understand what I'm saying? Or maybe he felt like that was the situation right then. And they were like, no, he still got it in him. He still can go. He still can go. He still can go. We Let me tell you about something, champion. <laughs> he ain't look like he, can, he could keep going. But real quick, let me just step in for the super chat. Yeah. Big Super Mech says, from a fan's perspective, it looks like Wilder has decided to keep only yes men in his corner. Now with little info, if that's the case, Fury and Four. Uh, that's with little info. If that's the case, Fury and Fort. Okay. Who said man, that? Super Max, man. He says that, you know, Wilder has a bunch of yes men around him and that, um, you know, Stop not. Yeah. Look, man, I, 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 we're going back to the, you know, Breland, you know, being let go, man. Like, you know, it, it's, it's a tough position. You have a warrior that's willing to go out on a shield. I'm responsible for that warrior, you know what I'm saying? And it's a, a a thing of being a fighter, too, you know, knowing what that feels like to be in trouble like that and having no one, you know, to to, to, to save you. And, and, and maybe the referees get it wrong sometimes. They don't stop it in time, you know. Any punch could have hurt him. It sucks, man, because it leaves a little question mark, you know. I don't think that that was a good enough reason to let somebody go. Um, it's just a little peculiar to me. You know, I mean, how is it peculiar? Like, it's, the guy, the, it, I think it's just what uh, uh, Francis said. Like, I told you, don't do something. Like, people break up with people because they yeah. say don't do certain things. And this is what this is. It's a breakup. My nigga, I told you, don't go talk to your ex. You talking to your ex. If I tell you, don't throw the towel, 
Don't throw the fucking towel. Let me get to the corner and let all of us be saying the same shit. And I'm only defending Wilder's decision. I I wholeheartedly understand Breland's position. I get it, but but, but, but you and I, if you're my coach, you and I got a business relationship and you have formed with me a friendship. So that's why you're considering throwing a towel. So due to our business relationship, wait till I get to the corner and say, Deontay, I'm going to throw in a towel. No. Deontay, I'm going to just throw in a towel. No. Let me stop you there because um, I don't think that he threw in the towel because he built a friendship. I mean, when you're seeing a guy get beat up the way he was getting beat up, hurt the way he was getting beat, I mean, look, man. It's no secret, man. The whole world saw that you were getting pulverized. So, and that's all right, champ, you know? Good days and bad days. But if you're waiting for, and I don't know, and I'm going to go back to see how much uh, time was left in that round for him to hold on till he got to the corner. In a hold on of two or five seconds or two or five punches more, man, uh, your life could change forever. So, again, I, 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 I get it, man, you know? Don't throw in the towel. Millions involved. Shelly Finkel in the corner going haywire, mad. Because that's what his expression told. And and I get it. The business is important. But a life is more important than that. I think, so, though. So like, maybe maybe I'm like the you know the little you know soft guy right now on the panel. No, no, you know what I'm I saying? agree with you. I agree with you. It's like look when you when you go into a surgery, right? You tell the doctor you sign a do not res- resuscitate, right? So if something happens to you on, on, on the table, they don't bring you back. Cause, cause that's the law. Cause that's what the doctor's supposed to do. So from the very beginning of your relationship, what's the doctor supposed to do? He's supposed to provide the best care for you. You know, not the best care that your mom wants for you, or the best care that your wife wants for you. The best care that he wants for you. It's the same thing with a trainer. You know, you walk into a trainer relationship, whatever it would be. You know, whether it be, uh, you know, agility training, you know, strength and conditioning, diet, whatever, any kind of coach. You enter and you say. Okay, well, there's there to do what's best for you. And a guy like Breland, who's been around, who knows all the aspects. I mean, there's so much knowledge in his mind. Like, the, you know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous how much knowledge is in his mind. If anyone knows at that point in the fight, that man knows. And he knows this fighter well enough to say, I'm not going to wait for him to come back to the corner and ask him. I know what he's going to say. I know he's going to tell me no. So I'm going to throw it in anyway because rule number one, I do what's best for my fighter. And at this moment, this is what's best for Deontay moving forward. It's best that he strips away any memory of that night. And if cutting Breland loose, who I think did the right thing, but unfortunately the situation has to go forward. I, I think the right thing for Wilder is to get rid of any sort of negativity that he might feel in his head. And if Breland is part of that, then it's an understanding on both sides. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't really like, I agree. I hear what y'all are saying, but yo, if we ride or die if we ride or dying, and we got a, something that we agreed upon, listen, man. Ride or dying, we, huh? Hold on, we got. That's <laughs> what it is. Francis, nah, Francis, and I, and I don't mean. And bad I don't, video Francis, I don't, I don't mean to get at you, but you ever been in the ring, champ? Yeah, I have. You fought, you fought an amateur as an amateur. No, not an amateur, but I've done some sparring. No, no, no have you, have you fought? No, no, sparring. no, no, I haven't. All right. It, let me tell you something. And, and now, hold on. Tell before you, this. you say that, hold on. Before you say that, I know what you're going to say, Doomy. I hear what you said. I'm now, not I don't agree with the trainer having looking at the situation and saying, yo, that's a bad situation for my fighter. I'll risk getting fired to stop this fight. I'm agreeing with you. But 
that's the risk that trainers have to take. That's just the risk they got to take. It's a double-edged sword. It can either go good or it can go bad. You know what I'm saying? And it all helps with... He does. He does. It all helps with getting another job. It helps with getting another job. How did you lose your last job? All right, check it. Look, for some reason, I just can't, like... I just... I think... I, you like to think that you know your champ, right? We've been following Deontay Wilder. I don't, th- I don't see him as a guy that's gonna take get out of here. I, I don't know. I think that was done another way, but that's just me speculating, right? Because I don't think that those relationships are gonna sever that 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 quickly, man. I'm pretty sure Deontay Wilder talked to him, man. I just don't see him just saying, "Hey, get out of here," you know, "You messed up," you know, uh, 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 and and I don't want nothing to do with you no more. I just don't see that. But I get it, man. You know, business is business. It's a, it, he had a hard decision to make that day. Let's talk about Malik, right? You yes, know, let's, let's talk about Malik. Let's talk about Malik's new position a lot more and how we feel about him being a, a lead position as a trainer. I mean, this is the guy that lost to you. Now he's training you. You know what I'm saying? So they might have they they must have picked up Malik for something, man. He must have some high IQ and 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 some and some and some and some uh, plans. Hold up, Sam. in there with Wilder. Yeah. Why? Why'd you say it like that? What are you trying to say? The, a loser can't be a great trainer. I'm I'm lost because we just literally no, had I'm, that I'm conversation. Walk, no, I'm walking. The, I'm walking the public, man. I'm walking the public through facts. You know what I'm saying? For those that don't know, they might know, so they can make their own form their own opinion. Nah, or, it was just the tone. Kind of felt like you believe it. You believe it felt like. I mean, the way you said it with the tone, it just feels like maybe what you're saying is also your belief. Like, oh, he lost to Wilder. How could he teach Wilder? No, no, no. The people lose, man. Look, man. People lose, and and that doesn't uh, that doesn't define uh, the mentality and the and the brain. Uh, you know, good days and bad days at the office. Some people are chosen. You know, whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just walking through walking you through some information. Maybe adding a little sauce so you could think a little more. But that's what it is. Those are the facts. Nah, I mean, and for the people that you might have swayed accidentally, I'll just say this. You know, Ronnie Shields wasn't a world champion. Neither was Freddie Roach. You know, yes, Robert Garcia was, but he lost in his biggest fight. You know, show me the trainer that was Mayweather's level or Cotto's level or Pacquiao's level or Oscar's level. Show me that trainer, and then I'll humbly be like, damn, you put me on something. But I don't know who's this. You know, Buddy McGirt was a world champ, right? Maybe. I know John David Jackson was a world champ. I don't know if McGirt was a world champ, but he might have been a world champ. I know he got shots at the world title for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think... You know, I'm just saying that, it, it, you know, it's hard. Like, right now, we're all four boxing monsters, five, trying to think of who was a world champion that's a trainer. And, you know, I don't hear any names. That's why it's such a good thing that that Floyd wants to work with Talking to the mic, champy champ. That's why it's such a good thing that uh, Floyd wants to work with Deontay Wilder. Yeah, I mean, which is crazy, right? Like, you got Floyd asking to train you, and then you reveal that you're getting trained by Malik Scott. Well, for those that well, don't we don't know, know that we don't know that we don't know that well, what's, the, we don't know what's his role exactly. They didn't, it's, he said he has a big role, but what exactly is his role? Well, he's already had a role. Bruh, if, so they, if they tell you it's a, a bigger role, if they tell you they fired a trainer and they're giving Malik Scott a bigger role, I mean, I, it's he pretty said more safe. Of a role, yeah. It's 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 pretty it's pretty safe to assume that he's gonna have some sort of training role. It's, Listen, that's I, not. I love this. I love this. And real quick, we'll break it down. Malik Scott is thirty eight and three in his professional career with thirteen knockouts and one draw. His he last fought in two thousand sixteen. Most of famously known for wearing Ortiz. a. A brown paper bag to the weigh-in? Over his head, 
yeah, over his head against the uh, Yo, in the Wilder fight. What did that even mean? I never, you know, I never did the I, research. It, it said something on the bag. It said something on the bag, but I don't remember what it said to be honest with you. But he did fight Deontay <laughs> Wilder down. back in 2014, uh, which uh, Deontay knocked him out famously in the first round. Uh, and I don't remember which commentator said it, but one of them said, "Oh, another one, first round, something like that." But uh, anyway, uh, Malik Scott has been part of the team for years. two years. Two, two years officially? No, oh, I'm officially, sorry. Officially, okay. yeah, officially. Because he's two been years. there way longer than that. Yeah, he's been a sparring partner of Deontay's for excess yes. year. Okay, it doesn't say. Uh, but yeah, so he's in the camp, and I love it. I love it. If you think about like Jonathan Banks and what he represented for Vladimir Klitschko, like it's hard for guys like wilder and 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 joshua and fury and klitschko these huge massive guys to get trainers to relate to them i'm sure like just having a guy who has been in there recently and is at least close to as tall as you and understands the things that go on the ring that may be difficult or maybe easier for a big bigger guy you know to have somebody to be able to um you know give you those insights it's a good thing i like that malik scott is getting this opportunity to step up his role and, uh, you know, I hope that uh, he takes full advantage of it. You know, it's funny because Scott Ooh. is training another heavyweight. And I've been trying to get him on. And he's like, yo, I'm my bad. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely come on, da, da, da. And now, boom, he's training one of the most famous heavyweights. Uh, but remember, he's training a younger heavyweight, bro. He's already training somebody. And 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 um, one shot, uh, Big Chris Lovejoy wanted him to train him for the Trevor fight. The Trevor Burbick, I mean, not Burbick, uh, Bur Bryant, Bryant fight, the WBA regular dude. So, yeah. Real quick, Super Chat Coach Myers says, uh, Robert Garcia was a champion, and he is a trainer. Uh, I said that. Good call. Uh, I said that. I specifically <laughs> yeah, he said he lost yeah, his, he his, his, his most famous fight. Chill, Chizzy. Word. Don't give me my own answer. I said, help me. Who else was a champ? Champ? Who else? Maybe he sent that in before you said lies, it. Lies, lies, rumors, Damn, and lies. No, there's no hey. text time on the chats, bro. Hey, to, to, uh, to stir this pot a little bit, do you think a conversation that George Foreman had with Deontay Wilder might have been uh, a key factor in this move as well, away from Breland? I don't know how to correlate and, the two. Give yeah, me, give me, give I don't want to. I wouldn't give me your, speculate on that. I want his speculation. How how are you correlating the two? Why are you correlating? Like, help me understand. Um, Connect it for me. Maybe, maybe he felt like you know, just based on tactics, strategy, he felt like in the fight that Breland didn't do the, the proper tactics for Tyson Fury, and that's why the results he got in the fight. Just having just breaking down the fight in itself to Deontay and what he's seen, they might have came to that conclusion that during the training camp certain things weren't done that needed to be done. And maybe on the side, Malik was saying, yo, champ, you should have been doing this, or champ, you should do this. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I'm not trying to step on Breland's toes or JD's toes, but, like, you never know the conversations that they had why Malik get a position like that. It could just be that they connect boxing mind-wise. They have an agreement on how they see the fight, you know what I'm saying, going forward. And Breland has a total different strategy, and it didn't work. You know what? No, no way. You, 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 you saying that now, Francis? You could probably, you know, think, think about what you know. We've been in the camp a couple of times, and that's jokingly said. You know, you know, you gotta, you gotta throw the left, and you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to move, and and like sometimes maybe, you know, 
all the advice and training was good, but maybe maybe there was just something different that was needed, you know. And I oh, think that a guy like Malik Scott can it. can bring higher energy in yes. a sense. You know what I'm saying? He could be in there holding the pads, getting real rugged with him, and really physical. You know what I'm saying? Because Ness knows there's a real Yo, active but that, pad that's working. one thing. He mm. dislocated Breland's shoulder, so it's like, yo, you you, oh, pro- you probably ain't young enough. You probably ain't young enough. Like you you probably need to be on the sideline, hanging off the ropes, telling them what to do. But then you can't because you're like, yo, throw the right hand. You got a slant. Nah, no, pivot, pivot. It's like what? The music's louder than you. My fault louder than that. Like, come on. You know the only I mean? problem I have. The only problem that I have with that narrative, though, uh, that Francis painted is that it, it makes it sound like if Wilder wasn't prepared on fight night, as opposed to Fury coming in different, coming in adjusted, like it, it's hard to prepare for a Fury Yo, like that. Like, I don't I, think that Wilder needs anything to win in the third fight. I don't think he needs a foot. I don't think he needs a foreman. I think he has everything within himself equipped. Now, do I think those things would hurt? Absolutely not. And they could actually help you know, more than anything else. It's just that for me, Fury did something different in that fight. Now we got to give Wilder his opportunity to go in there and adjust and make those adjustments. And, yeah, and but yo, that's the on, thing. On, they on, both that's, already that's had that opportunity. They both already had it. It's Mark. just that Fury shook it up. Fury had that's you thinking. Yeah, but... Th- but whose fault is that? You were supposed to still make the adjustments. You were supposed that's to... Not, not, yeah. not to the actual Fury that showed up, but you were supposed to adjust because you got to draw. You were supposed to go do X, Y, Z because you got to draw. Now that. you're I saying, oh, you got to draw. You came back. Damn, he, 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 he moved his rook. Come on, let's reset the board. That, what Word. the? Word. Man, that's know, the, that's the whole Lord, thing man. that I was trying to say. Just the strategy. There, wasn't, there was no adjustment. When, when Ferry made his adjustment, Deontay didn't. He was set. Set. Chess game was over. Go ahead. Do me. Super chat. Real quick, Alexander Wilson says Mike McKellum was a trainer and champ. Yes, he was. Mm. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Give me them trainer That's champ stories. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, story. I understand 100%. Which I'll, go ahead, Doomy. Nah, like the, the, the narrative he was painting, it, it, it could be. Doomy you know, because... wasn't no champ. He a great trainer. Champ. Thank you, man. <laughs> that fucking meant a lot, champ. You know what I'm saying? Yo, and it's like, you just never know, man. Like, you know, this is the evolution, bro, of Malik Scott. And, uh, you know, if he's fancying himself as a trainer, guess what? I want a trainer that's been in the ring. And and, and not that Mark Breland wasn't in the ring, guys, but, like, he's fought as a heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? He know what it is to be a heavyweight, to carry around as a heavyweight. So I can see Malik Scott giving a whole bunch of insights and, and, and newfound energy. Um you know, Mark Breland, man, it's, I just think that he, he his knowledge, and, I, and I've sat down with Mark and talked to him just boxing and strategies, just stuff like that, you know, the little times that I've been with him. And he has a he has a boxing, beautiful boxing mind too, bro. But um, when you say about the energy and stuff like that, I can go along with that. And I can go along with Deontay Wilder, maybe not totally saying, you know, I'm done with you, but saying, you know, Mark, I need something different for this camp, man, you know? I don't see Deontay Wilder. I, like, I, I seen him as, you know, out of the ring as a human being, man. This is a good man, you know what I'm saying? And I don't see him just, you know, get the hell out of here, you know, after you just saved my life. But this is what's being brought to us, right? But maybe that's why thing. he's mad, though. Because cause because of what Breland did, you and others like you are saying that. Maybe that's what infuriates him, that you saved my life. I wasn't going to mm. die. I wasn't going to die, but now the whole fucking narrative for the rest of my life is that's that you he saved feels. it. 
that you saved it when all you did was do what I told you don't do. So I don't can see do. both sides of the story, man. Like, I am a warrior. That's, that's a, yeah, I run that, around that, here. I run around here saying I'm the baddest man on the planet, and this dude now is getting the credit for saving my life. You're ruining my image. You ruined yeah. my image. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. That, yo, and I, and I can see him doing that, like, in the back locker room, being upset, right? But I just don't see D just, like, going home, you know, being with his kids, holding his wife, and then saying, like, oh, he made the wrong decision. I don't see him doing that. Yeah, but, 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 right, but, but can you on, see this, though? You, though? Can you like, see this, I'm though? I'm a warrior, and, I'm, and, and I told you not to throw it in, and then you painted this whole picture right now, which I get it. I mean, it'll fall under the ego, you know, umbrella, but I get it. Like, I'm looking bad out here. They stopped me. I mean, the I mean, the, the, every, everybody knows <laughs> the UK had a field day with this. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I get it, man. I get the ego and all that. But Look, <clears> I just <throat> don't know if they would have stopped a couple of Mike Tyson's fight, let's say, or 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 or, or Brandon Rios or whoever. Like, you know, we don't know. It's easy to play Monday morning quarterback. But how many of these heavyweights that didn't get the stop? You know, that that kept fighting and and and, and their career was ruined. So it's not Breland out here saying, well, I saved his life. Like I'm a pretty damn good trainer. If you think about it. Cause I, I mean that man, I'm his guardian angel. Like he's not out here talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo. I think for me, it's just, it, it, I don't know. It's tough to play Monday morning quarterback, but like I said, it's whatever Deontay needs to get ready. If he doesn't, if he needs to shed himself for Breland, then that's what he needs. Unfortunately, Breland, in my opinion, didn't do anything wrong to deserve it, but Yo, it is Mario. what it is. Mario, I always say this, you know what I'm saying? The fighters is who signs the checks. And he told Breland to get out of here. He didn't do what I told you to do. Just like any boss would. You don't do what I ask you to do. You get out of here. That's just a fact. It's the cold, hard facts of the business, man. And you know if he saying? died that night. Julia, hold on. Hold on. Julia Williams just gave Breadman the hook. And if he, he died, died that night. Whatever what reason. Saying? Pardon me? The if same thing, like, everybody would be saying, yo, it's a travesty that nobody, you know what I'm saying? But would you be saying, thank fight. God they didn't throw in the towel, though, right? No, I exactly. agree with y'all, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he still didn't that, do that's what, what I he think, asked him to exactly. do. Exactly. I don't think uh, that's what they're not, that's what they not getting, uh, Francis. That's the disconnect right there. They're like, but his life, but, and you're like, but he had a job to do. And his job, yeah. his detailed what was job, that job was first and foremost, though. No. Don't throw in the towel. You know why? So that's was, the listen, job number one. No, listen. You know why you can't use that route about taking care of me? Because I specifically told you. If I hadn't, where I'm sure many fighter uh, trainer combos are out there that, that they never had the conversation. Yo, don't throw in the towel ever. But you're talking about a dude that took the time out to tell you, don't ever throw in the towel. Think about that. Who the fuck is thinking about that anyway to tell their trainer ahead of time, yo, don't ever throw in the towel? Oh, I've heard a bunch of fighters say it to their I, trainers. I, I, I have, and I've hey. been doing this for hey, so long, and I've interviewed, and I've never heard anybody but Deontay Wilder come. And I'm not saying no one else exists. All I'm saying is no one else was saying out of their mouth, out loud, yo, don't throw in the towel. I told my trainer, don't ever throw in the towel. We had that conversation. No, we getting that from Wilder. So it's like... Bro, you was told not to cross the line. It's, it's, it's very simple. If you change it into a metaphor, you would side with Wilder every single time. You tell your girl to cook you steak, she brings you back fucking soup, there's a problem. <laughs> your girl tells you cut the lawn, she catches you in the bed, there's a problem. 
I told you to do something. It's just that mm. simple. We got a common respect. I don't own I, you. You don't own me. But I did ask you to do something. You do sure. have a relationship with me. It is your job to at least say right then and there when I told you, oh, I can't take this job then, Ness, because uh, well, I, I don't believe in that. And I'm not going to watch you die because you are some dude that wants to be a warrior and wants to impress exactly. the, the, the crowd and the TV. See, and you should have had that right conversation. There. We can't now, defend listen, Breland today. We cannot defend Breland today unless he goes out here on an interview and says, well, I told Deontay, at that time, come, I'm doing what I got to do. And that's yep. why I'm fine. I don't think there's yep. a trainer in yep. the yep. world. I don't think there's a trainer in the world, a trainer in the world that would sit up here before a fight and tell us that, you know, it doesn't matter what's happening to their fighter. They could be getting their brains beat in. They're not going to throw in the towel. I mean, that's their, their job. I think that's the relationship you enter into from the very beginning. But I think the disconnect that's going on here, it's that y'all are thinking I'm not understanding. No, I 100% understand why Wilder feels like he has to get rid of him. And, and here's the other thing. I agree with him if it's what's going to help him prepare the best. If Breland out of his mind gets that night out of his mind and he can continue to focus and work towards that goal, then that's what, you know, he, then that's what needs to be. The disconnect I think going on between y'all and me yeah. and Doomy is that I want to make sure that it's said that Breland didn't do anything wrong that night. In fact, Breland might have done exactly what the best trainers in the world, you know, are supposed to do. Yo, can I start? I'm going to start a pot a little bit. Okay, go Super Chats. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, just take care of the Super Chats. The bro Super Max says, uh, Fury ruined his image. All we seen was an assault. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Max Super Chat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's saying, because Ness said that Breland ruined his image oh, okay. with the Saved Your Life stuff. He's saying, no, Fury ruined his image by beating him up. All right. All right. The next one's coming in from J Mac in the 504. It says, gambling with your life at that point of the fight is something I'm not willing to continue rolling the dice with. Too one-sided to allow it to continue. J-Mac, and these are all coaches. That's coming from a trainer. Yeah, yeah that's coming. J-Mac's a trainer. So but, let me ask you. But, you know, real quick, real quick, before we go into the last Super Chat uh, for now, it, 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 yo, it's a matter of money, though, man. I think there was some heavy bread that was lost or somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Shelly was mad. I just keep saying Shelly because I, I, when I seen, you know, Wilder saying, yo, why you do that? Why you do that? I just, you know, you seen Shelly Finkel come up on the corner. And he was very upset, you know. So, you know, you, you, there's when there's a lot of money involved and other, you know, probably things involved, I guess, you know, you got to stick to the plan, man. You think they uh, took the over? Yeah. George, George, <laughs> George from Dallas Forward says, uh, Fury said if Wilder let go of Mark Breland, he would bring him to his camp. Will Fury stick it to Wilder again? Dun, dun, dun. Hold on, before you guys get to that, I just want to remember when the interview, the post-fight interview happened, JD's, the one of the first things he said was Deontay Wilder spoke to us and told us, do not, I know, don't throw in the towel. He got a lot of backlash for saying that because Breland saved his life. Mm -hmm. And it's proven time and time that that's exactly what Wilder said. Do not throw in the towel. Now, let me let me stir the pot a little bit. The fight, Mikey and Earl, when Pops wanted to, Mikey's dad wanted to stop the fight, and his brother wanted to stop the fight, his son, Robert Garcia's son, said, no, don't stop the fight. What would have happened if they stopped the fight? Would Mikey have been as upset as Wilder? 
Now, obviously, the beating was a little bit different, so to speak. Just a like, little bit. Not, just, just, just a little bit. <laughs> just several but, pounds more of power, you know. But what, what do you? But what do you think that the the would it have been the same type of upset? Because he felt like he was still in the fight. Yeah, now nah, Mikey was still Mikey was never in trouble like like Wilder was, you know. Uh, uh, Mikey Mikey at least kept a, a certain level of defense and 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 not get hit with with with. I mean, he got hit. What <laughs> you know? say? What? <laughs> but he didn't get hit with like you know big bombs. You know, he he was never you know rattled or anything like that where you saw a stanky leg. But when you see Wilder in the corner, you know he got his high guard up. You know, and you see in the champ taking you know these punches. It was a little different. It wasn't like. You know, he he was moving around and taking more punches. He just sat in the corner and he was just trying to block these punches. But it it almost seemed like this was a lot of us, you know, thought that Wilder wasn't he wasn't he he didn't look right. You know, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we could get into in this right, but like he didn't look his usual self. And 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 I don't know what else was happening in the camp. You know, running and all the other stuff we talk about, but. Um, yeah, went on a went on a tangent yeah. there. <laughs> but I think that you made some interesting points. And point number one that resonates with me is that you know Breland is his trainer. You know, just like Garcia was his trainer. It's like you know your guy. You've seen him for X amount of time. You know, leading into this fight, you know what adjustments he's capable of. You know what he's. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he thought to himself, okay, the way this is going, it's only going to get worse for him. This is we're going to stop some unnecessary punishment so we can come back for the third fight. Like that's I mean, it could be it could be I'm speculating heavy. Nah, I'm just going to add this. Uh, and, 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 it, and it all go, you know, now that we see it in retrospect, it all makes sense. It, 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 it Look, Jay Diaz was there from the beginning. A lot of people wanted Jay to be the one that gets the boot. Uh, but Jay followed the rules. Right. Jay also sided with Wilder like. Francis said immediately. Uh, and, you know, for those that don't know, Jay is always there. Not only because he lives in Alabama, not only because he found Wilder or Wilder found him, but he's always there. He is the one that makes the flying arrangements for Breland. When camp starts, Jay's there. Breland arrives. So the whole I know too. my fighter, uh, I know my fighter this, I know my fighter that. Can we really say that? I've never been to a camp where Breland was there already. I've only been to camps where he arrives. So Jay and Wilder may have a bigger bond than which I want to believe. That's just, you know what I agree with you, Ness, because if you go back and watch any interview that Ness had, the TBV had with uh, JD's, that's exactly what he talked about. He's like, yo, Mark comes in pretty late to camp. Like, they might have, like, you know what I mean, a 10-week camp. Mark might show up, like, week nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a couple weeks. Now, let me tell you, I got interviews because I'm always nosy. So I got these interviews with Breland one-on-one where I'm like, bro, but why don't you get here sooner? You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember you asking And And he'll make faces. Listen, there has always been some friction in there between Mm. the two trainers. I don't got to make this shit up. You go watch any of my interviews with Mark. I'm nosy. I ask the right questions. Mark will make faces. He'll smile. And it's all possessive shit you talk about sometimes. I don't know about possessive, but this is, it's all in relation to Mark saying like, it's on Jay, you know, 
They call me. You know what I mean? Whenever they want me to come, I come. So it's, it's just different, bro. It's just different. It's just different, man. Believe me. You know, anybody could talk shit about me, but I know that my interviews are there. They might have oh, 100 views. They might have 2,000 views. But guess what? That conversation there. is there. And it would it, it'll get a million views in terms of being able to be factual information on this conversation right here. You know what I mean? You go through my interviews with Mark. He's expressed that there's some sort of friction. He's expressed that he doesn't have control. He's expressed that he wanted control. He's expressed that he's on JD as his time. So... You but, know what I mean? But all the time, Look, hold on, Mario. All the, go ahead. I was replaying all the interviews that I've watched of Mark and the. When you did that, you, hold up, dog. When you did that, when you went, in, when you went back and watched all these Mark interviews. I, I listen, man. I'm a boxing fan. That's what people don't understand. I go back and watch them all the time to the point where I can replay them in my head. I remember I'm listening to the conversation in my head, like while we talking. That's what I was doing, and I remember vividly every single time. Diaz would make sure people know, I found Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder is in my gym. I do all the scheduling. I the only thing Mark does is strategize yeah. in the ring. That's it. Jay, so Jay accommodates really the sparring partners and everything. Listen, Jay, listen. Jay is the one that brings in the spawn partner. I've even had comments like, "Yo, um, what's up? You did you make the selection of any of the spawn partners? Well, I, oh, I'll be like, "Yo, what was the thought process behind bringing Big Shot Shaw?" Him like. Nah, you know, Jay handles all the spawn part. I just come in and I work with Deontay. Bruh. <laughs> Listen, I, here's the I thing, I even though. got, Here, matter of fact, yo, thank you to Dorian. Uh, oh, my God, Dorian Francis. again. Francis. I, I remember everything but your fucking name. Listen, thank you to Francis, but I even got an interview with, I, well, I fucked up your name and now I fucked up that. Whatever, it'll come back all to right. But right, Breland said, said some good shit. That's going to come let, back to me. Okay, let me get this off real quick, okay? It, it, here's the oh, money. 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 Go ahead. Breland on my interview is like, he even says on one of my many interviews, just go to theboxingvoice.com, put Mark Breland, and watch them all till you find it. He's going to be like, that they wanted to cut his check, or that they cut his check. Oh. Yeah. Somebody yeah. in the chat said that, too. Yeah. So, you know, oh, uh, right. there's been there's been issues Nothing Listen, new. Uh, here's 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 the thing. Okay, so you just threw a wrench in what I was about to say. So now I'm gonna say it very carefully. Like, it, you have those guys that get to camp. Um, like, what was the strength and conditioning coach's name in Pacquiao's camp? Uh, at the height of his camp. Riza. Yeah, Riza. That Alex Riza. That guy couldn't wait to get into the camp. That guy was there before everybody ready to talk to the uh, media, ready to give interviews. He wanted he wanted input in what he was eating, how much he was training, what his sparring part. I mean, he wanted to be in everything. And that became a problem for Freddie, though. And that became a big problem for Freddie. So, you know, the, the, the narrative is something I need for Breland. Now, you bringing that up, okay, there's one then there. But but the problem is that Breland is not in a reason. Like Breland's so respected, people uh, people look at him with such virtue, you know. And the reciprocity there it, it goes hand in hand. Like what's the exchange? Like this is a guy that doesn't get a lot of work with you know the big names like a Wilder. So it's like of course he wants to be there, but to what degree? You know what I'm saying? Like what does he receive it? And so that's the only problem I have with you know the towel being a malicious move. I guess for those sad to see Breland go, know this. That in the future you could see him 
back as a trainer, if not with someone new, definitely with his son. He's been working with his son in New York for about, I don't know, forever. It's in one of my interviews. So, you know, his son took up interest not too long ago, and he's been working with him, and he actually thinks he's a natural. So um, he doesn't know if he's going to do anything with him, if he's going to go anywhere. He's, he's, he's Like most fighters, he's allowing it to come to his son naturally, doesn't want to push it on him. But it doesn't mean that it's the, it's the end for Breland. And no. um, I think that Fury has demonstrated that money isn't a thing to him. Not because he's has tons of it, which he does, but just because maybe his heritage, his gypsy traveler background, makes him not cling to material things. Uh, now, we don't know if it was verified, even though there are some articles out there, right, that suggest that he gave 8 million pounds to, you know, some sort of donation in the first fight. Uh, we know that he's helped underprivileged children. Uh, you know, we see him take different stands. So I think the possibility of him giving Breland a job is totally there. Does Breland take it? I don't know. You know, is Breland upset that he's going to do it? Because it'll cause a media, you know, you know wow. If Imagine Breland... And, and 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 Sugar Hill and Tyson take a picture in London. It's 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 like that's guaranteed a couple thousand pay per views. I ain't saying hundred thousand. I ain't saying hundred. I'm saying a couple thousand. Such a dick move, though. <laughs> but we've seen this. No, 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 no. We've seen this before. And see, boxing fans are fickle, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Who who taught you how to be the greatest you can ever be? Floyd Money. Mayweather. What do you mean? That's Floyd brought in Alex Ariza when he fought Pacquiao. <laughs> Floyd yep. brought in Alex Ariza when he fought. I... Who's Alex Ariza? Well, <laughs> the guy that was known to give Manny the super shakes. So you know Robert. what I'm saying? So did Robert, so... Robert did that with the with the Rios Pacquiao fight. Yeah. He brought in Ariza, and then they got into that big old kicking match. Yeah, with Freddie. Remember that shit? Mm -hmm. That was crazy, bro. I remember it was like three in the morning. Ariza, Ariza was always a little too gangster. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh yeah. I thought he crossed the line kicking Freddie. You know, Freddie. If Freddie was a regular old man, I could see it because everybody gets disrespectful and sometimes they need to get checked. But damn, you got Parkinson's Work. and I'm kicking you. It's a little bit different. Yeah, I'll just put like Freddie to fight. <laughs> if you was just a straight up, get beat up by Freddie. <laughs> yo, if you was just nah, hell yeah, some people die for that, bro. Imagine Freddie had a gangster son. Like, yo, you put nah. your feet on my father. I'm finding you. I'm, I'm finding you. You know, yeah. and you ain't hard to find. You don't know me. I know you. I could just walk up in the gym. You stretch and do me all out. Bop, 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 with a weight all on your head. Put your hands on my father. My feet. Fuck hands on his Robert, feet. Robert was like, man, Damn, that dude that's, was way that's, that's had a downstate moment. He said, the weight's on your head. Bruh. <laughs> he he going he to spot him. Bruh, no, because you know Alex Ariza's in the gym. He probably, <laughs> he spot, he probably stretching somebody out in the gym. I just go grab me a nice little 10-pound. You know, you don't want it too heavy. Little ten pound. If you want the no, dumb, I want. Cut it out there, guys. What we know is that he loves his. I father. ain't going with the dumbbell either. I'm putting my fingers in there like a bowling ball. Man. Talking about dog, put your feet on my daddy. That I, I thought that was a little out of line too, man. That was you crazy, know? bro. That was crazy. The fact that, that they let crazy. him, the fact that they let him remain in the show, like on HBO, on the telecast, on twenty, like. I thought that was just disrespectful, bro. I mean, not again. Not only does he have a, uh, an illness, but like he's just old as hell. Like you kicking grandpas now, dog. 
Like, <laughs> yo. But nah, but I, I mean, you never know, man. Freaking, he, he probably got a mouth on him, too. No, he do. He, he no, no, talking. no. No, the video was there. Obviously, Freddie said some shit to him, but you put feet on a 70-year-old, dog. Like, push him, shove him. You... But he also was using, like, some foul-ass language, uh, Ariza. <laughs> yeah, Ariza was... He... Hey, hey, bro, Ariza wanted to fight Freddie, man. He wanted to oh, fight yeah, Freddie. Like, he was He was upset with Freddie. He was upset with Freddie, and he was already looking at Freddie like, dog, we the same age. You, I don't care. Like, he wasn't, he couldn't see Parkinson's gray hair, Freddie. Oh, hell no. Nah. He was hell seeing nah. young Freddie in the ring like, yo, I want you. <laughs> and worse than that, he was seeing the video footage of him, like, squaring off on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that dude wanted <laughs> clout. That was the whole point I was trying to make. Maybe people don't watch boxing as long as me. And Ness have been watching and the panel. But that's the thing is, like, you remember a guy like Ariza. That guy was toxic, like, for real. He was good, Yo, though. Ness, I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, Bro, he was a he was a he was a punchline machine, man. My man had. Hell yeah, he, was. he always Ness. dropped quotes. Go ahead, Chip. To recall your memory, one of the interviews you did with Malik Scott, um, he talked about when he's in camp, he works with a lot of the, a lot of the sparring partners in terms of doing pads and yeah, like with yeah. Junior Fa and all these other guys, right? Yeah. And he gets in the ring and he does this kind of like. Herky jerky shadow Tyson type Fury of, shadow boxing, right. yeah. And he does that with a lot of the right. fighters. He tried to do Luis Ortiz, and yeah. he, I think those are some of the factors that I feel like Deontay might be a little bit comfortable. And if you add just holding the pad while he's doing that, it's almost like a Derek James type of style of training where he's very into it. You guys are kind of dancing in the ring together, you know what I'm saying, making faint moves. I'm not I, sure that Brilliant, and he's a heavyweight, so I'm pretty sure he could take a lot of the shots that Wilder's throwing. Now he won't get hurt as often. I just think it was an easy decision to make, guys. Like, you know, uh, the more we talk about it, the more I remember our interviews. There was there was, there was some turmoil there. You know, the, there was some stuff there about finances. And then you go and throw in a towel, it's like perfect. Now he's gone for real. So I think that's just it, bro. It is what it is at this point. I mean, I say we open up the phone lines. Any final thoughts from you guys? Yeah, Any twists y'all want to add or questions y'all want to throw out to the callers? Who will be calling? You know the number to call in 1425-569-5241. Press one one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People Hotline. And don't forget you can add Nesta Gibbs from anywhere in the globe to call in absolutely free and actually get better call quality and never really have to worry about the crashes that Blog Talk suffers. But yeah, uh Francis. Yeah, public service announcement. There's four hundred and twenty Watching us right now, listening, watching, riding with us, getting dressed, eating breakfast, whatever it is that you're doing, go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. Show us that you appreciate the content that we are providing, you know what I'm saying? And also, while you're doing that, you know what I'm saying, just throw the other hand on the subscribe button, you know what I'm saying? Hit the bell icon, as what my friend Doomy says, he got a pat in the jingle. If it ain't shaking, you ain't bacon. It's TBV. Let's get to the calls. We appreciate y'all, man, a lot. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, what am I going to add to this, man? Let's get back to what it really was. It was about Malik, you know, playing yes. a, a, a lead a, or not a lead role, but a bigger role in the camp. Word. Um, I mean, look, we've been hearing about George Foreman. We've been hearing about, you know, all these people that could have been a candidate to be able to help Deontay Wilder in this next uh, fight with Tyson Fury. And we got Malik Scott. A guy that's, you know, a heavyweight, a guy that's been in there with Deontay Wilder. I'm a probably. little let down. Excuse me? I'm a little let down because... Why? That's my final thought. I know I cut you, but it's that you sparked this in the in, in my mind. It's like, 
when you said it like that, like, you know, we thought it was going to be so many people. We thought it was going to be Big George Foreman. You know, we thought about how that would help in pay-per-view sales and attract older fan base. Then we thought it was going to be Money Mayweather. Like, we talked about how that was going to help, how he can help, not only in the ring, but financially by adding pay-per-view value. And now we get Malik Scott. Yeah, but, I'm but done here's with the thing. That. This is this is the problem though. Look, first of all, for Malik Scott, this man went 35 and 0 before suffering his first l- loss in the heavyweight. Now, yes, you Let me add to that names. Mario to that 35 and 0. Go ahead. Remember that Chisora win was bogus. Malik got up at 8 and they waved it off at 9. Word. Fucking bullshit. And that was his mm. first loss of his career, although he did have a draw b- right before that against Glasgow. Uh Now, the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that while it isn't as sexy as a George Foreman name or, 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 or a Floyd Mayweather name, there's no indication that Malik Scott isn't going to be any more effective or any less effective than anybody else. The fact that he has that rapport with Deontay Wilder is what to me, is the most valuable thing. You know, how long would it take for Floyd and Wilder to mesh? How long would it take for a Foreman and Wilder to mesh? We don't know those things, but we do know that Malik Scott is obviously a trusted, uh, you know, entity within the Wilder camp. He gets promoted within. That is the most successful aspect of any entrepreneurship is promoting from within. People that earn their keep, they're more trustworthy, they're more loyal, you know, and you build that. And so for me, with Wilder and all the things that were talked about, loyalty and all this stuff, to promote somebody from within instead of, you know, outsourcing, it, to me, that's a that's a better deal. I think Malik Scott works out well. Let's go chat. Listen, my final thought, man, is he Wilder set a precedent. He pretty much said, listen, if you ain't doing what I ask you to do, you're out of here, man. You're out of here. This goes for everybody. If I can do it to Breland, I'll do it to any of y'all. We're going to keep this team tight. I'm the head honcho. I'll make all the decisions. Y'all work for me. So when I say goes, goes. You know what I'm saying? That's just my final thought. He pulled the boss move. You know what I mean? It. It, he, it had to be done. There was a lot of things going on based on all the interviews that Ness did on T, you know what I'm saying, in the camps with all these. Just go back and watch him. You can see, you know what I'm saying, the, the Discord all the way through, but they still made a chance. They still made it work, winning multiple, winning champ, um, defending their world championships multiple times. They made it work, but, you know what I'm saying, all good things do come to an end, and this is just one of the unfortunate things. My last final... No, it's funny. <laughs> Yo, why I was going with the same shit, he sparked some shit in me, too. Once he said, you know, he the boss, you fired. And it's true, man. It's true, dog. Like, at the end of the day, you saved that man's life, but he's still your boss, and he still gave you a job description. You chose to go outside of that. And it could have worked two different ways. He could have loved you for it, but he could also fire you for not obeying the orders. It's just that simple, man. You know, you got one job to do. If you tell a dude, I need you to pour the foundation into this uh, location and make it, I don't want to see anything other than what I told you to do. It's just that simple because you're costing me money. Cement ain't free and labor ain't free. My man let you know, stop playing games. So we'll see what happens, man. I'm still let down. George, Big George, Floyd. (laughs) It was Yo, Floyd for me. We had a few, me. few shows on that, man. It was Floyd for me. Like, I really loved George, but it was Floyd. Once Floyd, I'm like, yeah, let's Yo, do let it. Yo, let me, I got to get this out, man. I hear everybody in the chat saying Shelly Finkel's the boss. 
How can Shelly be the <laughs> boss of Deontay Wilder, man? Like, you are crazy. Yeah, nah. Y'all nah. tripping, man. <laughs> nah. Those are those are people that, you know, they don't really it's know. The team. You, it's the you, team. Like, you, nah, you, man. You gonna, the dude getting in the ring, taking the punches is the boss. Yeah. I mean, you're going to keep uh, responding to stuff. You respond to all the crazy tw- Wilder stuff that gets said. So just buckle up. The ride. Hold, hold the bridge, bro. Hold the bridge. Here we go. Here we go. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Brandon, Cincinnati, what up? Yo, yo, can you hear me? How's it sound? Good. Francis, the more you talk, the more casual you sound. The guy who takes punches is the boss. Ask Mike Tyson, Zab Judah, and all the countless other cats that ended up broke where they're the boss of their own careers and they were taking punches. But let me move on. Um, I think this is a bad move, to be honest. If you were telling me Malik Scott, from a tactical standpoint, was a better trainer than Mark Breland, I would understand it, but the fact that you made this decision based off only emotions and the fact that he follow, didn't follow your rules and you're not saying Malik Scott's going to give you a better chance of winning the trilogy, then it's not a good idea in my opinion. So, like I said, he's moving off emotions, not off what's going to make him a better fighter and to help him win the trilogy. So, for that, I don't agree with it, but that's my call. Yeah, you don't understand yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, he man, don't understand what he's talking about because it's not off <laughs> I emotions. I agreed with y'all. That's why I was no, like, why did no. y'all say it? He it's said not the same off thing. emotions. It's not like yeah. we said, if you go do the research, you'll see that it wasn't a beautiful relationship. It wasn't. It wasn't there. Like, the blind is speaking without researching. It's just that simple. Like, Obviously, if this is the first time you're hearing of anything, then it's like, oh, wow, he fired him because he, he, he threw in the towel. No, no. There, there was conversations of friction from Breland for years with me before this of not having the control necessary to make certain changes. Just go look at it. When, when you guys are telling me, yo, but why Wilder don't jab more? What you think I do? I go and I tell Breland, but why Wilder don't jab more? You know, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting here two weeks before, but why you don't come early? Ask Jay. That's Jay. You know, so listen, it's not emotion. There was something there that we don't know because we're not privy. Also, it's unfair for you to say, oh, he's acting clearly off emotion like you in the camp. Like, that's your brother. You know him. How the fuck do you know he's acting off emotion? And you are assessing it saying, oh, he fired him. Because he threw in the towel. Just like every other writer, right? That's going for the sexy headline. Does that have something to do with it? Yes. But who are we to say that that was everything to do with it? And not just the phrase, Mario, the last straw that broke the camel's back. Word. Oh, I know who's in their emotions. I know who's in their feelings. Me. Me. Because there's only... Because there's 415 people watching, only 146 thumbs up. Get them likes up. Let's do it. We rocking with y'all in the morning. Like always, let's go. Come on, man. Good reminder. Good reminder. Look, we're trying to get to 116,000. I mean, we ain't there. We still had 116,409. I thought by now we would have been at 117. But look, we need you to tell a friend to tell a friend. It's time to subscribe and get that uh, number up. We're looking to get to 117,000. 
before the month's out. That'll be good. Let's go to Coach Myers, Connecticut. What up? Yeah, what's going on? Chilling. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. But um, Eddie Mustafa was a champion also in 1980, and he's nice. a trainer. Just, just to let you know. But okay. um, that, far as... that was your super chat, right, champion? Yeah, Coach yeah, Myers. Yeah. But yeah, you, you see, always but late you see, reading it. But you Mad see, late reading it too, Don Doomy. Listen, I'm like the yeah. trying here with like mad stuff to do. I did say it on the pre-pro, however. Uh, coach, but you see how it's few, right? As many, no, I, I agree. As many, I mean, we got what 1,500 fighters in the middleweight division, and all we can mention as a, as a pool of everyday hardcore boxing fans that talk boxing every day, we've mentioned maybe five, less than ten trainers that were world champions. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. Um, far as Deontay Wilder, um, hey, I mean, he told you what to do. You ain't follow instructions. I mean, that's what happens in this business. I mean, there really ain't no friends in this business. Yeah, I know that. So, um, also, I think um, with like him with Jay, I don't know if he got 100% confident in Jay because why would you bring somebody in regardless? Why can't Jay just forefront and run this whole thing? If Jay wants to bring somebody in, why can't Jay? That's how a lot of trainers do. Like, uh, I think Porter's that's what dad. it was, though, Coach. You know, uh, was Jay that brought Malik in or no, Jay brought, brought somebody in? I think Jay is the one that brought Breedlin in, right? Because Jay tells that's you the way I always Jay it. tells you that he wasn't a trainer, you know what I mean? Like, he was helping people get off the street and became a trainer. So, you know, bringing, gotcha. in, bringing in Mark was like bringing in that technical skill, obviously, but Word. something happened. I got gotcha. you. Something happened there. All right, Ness, shout out to you, man. All the interviews that you did when Wilder went to go see the Pope, you know what I'm saying? He did the unthinkable and got the glove signed for JD's and brought it back, and he was gloating about that. That's the type of relationship that they have, you know what I'm saying? I don't hear about Mark getting anything specifically done for him. From Deontay, like they got that type of like, you know, what I'm saying, close relationship, just to add a and little bit more to the pot. And you gotta expect that. You gotta expect that, bro. Like, listen to me. If somebody would have found me at 20 and made me into a world champion, or 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 into an elite in whatever profession I chose, I would love them too. I would love them too if I just got out of a Budweiser truck. And after meeting you, I'm an Olympian. I'm being paid millions of dollars. There is a bond, guys. Could he get past that bond and be like, all right, that's his time to fire you too? Absolutely. But we can't act like these guys don't have a bond. We got to go to J, not J Mac just yet, but you are next. So uh, queue up when ready. Let me know if you are. Brandon with the counterpunch. Um, yes, I, I'm just trying to respond to your um, last comments about my call. I think that's all cap. You're saying they, it's been friction in the camp, so why not wait to make adjustments after you get your ass kicked? If it's been friction and it wasn't working, why do you wait till you take a loss and keep them around for years until you do that? Like I said, if, if you told broke, me that this... It. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, that's it. But it's been broken if it's been friction. But like no, I but said, they haven't I, lost, got... so it definitely hasn't been broken because they haven't lost. They've been winning. There is friction, but they have, they've been winning, so it ain't broke. It broke now, so we go fix if it. Check, if the check engine light on your car is on, are you going to wait till the motherfucker break down, or are you going to get it looked at as soon as the light come on? That's a dumb uh, statement, uh, Francis, once again. 
So like I said, if you were telling me Malik Scott gave you a better chance of winning, I would say okay. But the fact that the only thing that's coming up when we keep mentioning Malik Scott is that he wouldn't have threw in the towel. You basically said I'm keeping yes man around. And JD, he doesn't have to be a trainer. He's a manager. So their relationship not going to change if he took him out of the corner and just kept him as a manager. So that's cap as well. Sound like the brother wants yes man in his corner. And if you want that, that's fine. But that's not going to put you in a better position to win these fights. Oh, you sound crazy. How are you going to say the relationship won't change just because he's the manager? Dog, you, you taking a role away. So you saying there is a possibility of this, that he's getting one check, two jobs. But he's still doing two jobs. Like, you can't act as if he took J.D. as out. There won't be an issue. Like, you're still replacing me. Doesn't matter that I'm still your manager. Yeah, I also got to look at it like... Well, I'm still eating. He took me out, but I'm still eating. I ain't fired like Mark, but you took me out, champ. So, you know, emotionally, there's some shit there, too. But uh, we're going to J-Mac, New Orleans. Mm, let me get that back. <laughs> huh? You want to say something? Yeah, I wanted to get that back. You talk about the check engine light. Listen, man, sometimes the check engine light, the sensor is broken. Nothing wrong with the engine, but the light's on. You're going to ride anyway. But if something starts to slow down on the car, then you take it into the shop. And that's what happened. The check engine light's been on, but the sensor was broken. So that's the turmoil. But now that the car broke down, you got to take it to the shop. Come on, man. I like you it. On. The Lincoln Tech Voice. Uh, We got J-Mac. You avail? All right. Yeah. Going out to New Orleans. You know how these bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style. I'm a gorilla, I'm a dog. I'm a dog, I'm a gorilla. The smartest thing you can do is to stay away from Darius. It can't be the boogeyman if I'm if I'm if I'm chasing him. You want to bet a hundred thousand on that? Let's bet a million. Easy. Yo, good morning. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Morning, Jim. Hey, shout out to Brandon. I do agree with 90% of his call. Um, Francis, can you not interrupt me, please? Uh, I don't agree with your uh, your logic with making it with the check engine light. Yeah, it may be a sensor, but you want also gambling and what have you and stuff like that. So you may not be able to make it to the shop. So my whole problem with that is, I, as a trainer, I would stop that fight. The fight I saw, the fight, I don't care who it was. I don't care if it was my brother and we agreed on anything in that situation under that type of um, pressure and adversity. I see a guy getting a one a one-sided beating, and I'm stopping the fight, regardless of what we agreed on. So I guess I'll be fired. I may sit up there and tell Ness, and Ness hire me, and he tell me, don't ever stop the fight, J-Mac. I'll say, I, I, okay, we're not, and, we, uh, and stuff like that. So I may get the money, get hired, but when the situation happened, I guess I'll be out of a job too. And, that, and when it comes down to Breland, give me both my calls. You just give me both my calls, Ness. Um, when it comes down to Breland, it's a, it's a saddening thing because Breland Allen was the more experienced and tra experienced trainer there, but obviously, like, uh, what's her boy named? Uh, Jamal trainer, uh, shit, Ronnie Shields said, like, the training and what goes on there, he was struggling that camp because they got a lot of people who have say-so, and they probably not even experienced to have the say-so or make all those moves. So that is Yesman. Wilder, if he keeping Yesman around him and men that he can control, instead of having a trainer coming in there that can actually control his camp and give him the things he needs, that is a problem in itself. Yes, Wilder has great power, but he also lacks certain things that um, showed up in the Tyson Fury fight, whether he had loaded gloves or not. 
So uh, getting rid of Breland, the brains of the operation, I don't. I think that was a no-no. And yes, emotion was in there because obviously a build-up of feelings of emotions built up to where it was time for him to go, whether it was a stoppage or not. But Breland did the right job at the end of the day, whether he lost it or not. That's my call. All there right, you go. JT New Orleans, are you available? Yo, good morning. Good morning, my good brother. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, we talking about Brilliant. I didn't have a problem with what he done, and it, even though it probably was discussed in the camp about uh, let him retire or school like that, but the beat down Wilder was getting, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I would have put out of out of through the towel into, and I don't think it was a a, a selfish decision by Mark Brilliant. I don't think it was. I'm going to get him because he, he listened to uh, J.D. anyway. No, it was too much going back and forth. Mark Brillen had the more experience out the two. I understand the relationship um, out of J.D. and um and um, Wilder. But at the end of the day, Ness, you know, if you're a real friend, a real friend would take that with respect. Yeah, like, yeah, JD, I'm a, I'm a step, I'm a step you down. You could be my manager. You can still be part of this camp, but you're not going to be my head trainer. So, uh, I kind of feel like they did brilliant bad because I just think I think he he went off for what he saw and at the end of the day he, he was right he didn't want to see Wilder probably could have took some real damage if that fight would have continued how Wilder was looking in that fight so I kind of disagree with the Mark Brilliant and the JD situation they need to get rid of JD he's he did he did cut it cut it cut it Keem in Florida. Just listening, or are you available? Just like the king is what I mean. I mean, the king is what I mean. I mean. Let's get right to it, TBV. Come on now. Listen, this thing is um. Yo, it's in, it's important to look at because in every sport, everything you look at, it, when you talk about coaching and, and the athlete relationship, yo, it's like I think Wilder is a is a very talented athlete, but some some part of that team, I think, you know that 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 check engine light analogy is so real because a lot of times you know something be wrong, you know what it is, but you say, do I do I have the time to fix it? If, you know what I'm saying? If it's a broken, no, nah, I just, I just got this fixed. So do I have the time to fix it? So you got to have a certain judgment as you coming up. Now here's the thing: What do you have to lose? I would have looked at it like if my check engine was light. Now I'm like JT said it. If that check engine light was though, or Brandon said it, if that check engine, but both of them said if that check engine light was on, I'm driving around with kids in my car, so I can't afford to be careless. So if the situation was foul. Wilder had to and should have checked it before the car broke down with your kids in it. Don't wait to the Fury fight, which is when your car broke down with the kids in it, to say, damn, you know what? The check engine like the whole time. 
Can't deal with that. Nah, 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 champ. You, I was, I was there, bro. I was already preparing to be like, and that's why he's a 2017 caller of the year. But you fucked it up. You should have been. He went left. He went left hard. Super left. He just fucking yanked the steering wheel. It was like, ah, you know. Yo, I was yo. He went so left that I forgot the good shit he said. Can someone help me remember the beginning? Cause he fucked it up. Hey, oh, the check engine analogy, right? I was with him because he said, "Tom, sometimes we don't got the time." And I said to myself, "Damn, that's my call of the year right now, right now." In my brand new car, obviously it's two years old now because I've already been with it for two years. But right now. The maintenance light is on. It's a little orange wrench. He's like, yo, holla at me. He been on. Do I got the time to go to the dealer and and and, and be callless for a minimum of an hour and a half? No. Nope. Nah, nah. You know what I'm doing? Because it's a new car, it got the little wrench, but it also got the percent. How close are we on that percent? Is we on one? Because if we on one, we, we out here. We out here, and now let, 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 and that's forty plus year old Ness. Let's talk about twenty year old Ness, who, <laughs> who did have the check engine light on, and was still coming around the corner rocking that shit like Come New on, Jersey Ness. Drive. Stop lying, y'all mother! Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! My check engine light is on. Oh, oh, I'm not. Oh, oh, oh! Don't get in my car, daughter. Don't get in my car, son. My check. Engine light is on, and I'm a great dad. Stop fucking lying. We are pushing it to the limit. Everybody has had a check engine light on, a maintenance light on, a low-pressure tire sensor light on, and kept going like this. Riding on them six foes. Get the fuck out of here, man. Counterpunch Thank JT, you. man. Thank you. Captain. Hey, I got a counterpunch for King Amin, too, if he won't come back off it. But Ness, I kind of disagree with you with that. That is a good analysis because at the end of the day, if it's been issues in the camp before that, that check engine light, I mean, with experience, yeah, you, you ride around with a check engine light and I lost a couple of cash cars dealing with a check engine light. So right now, if my check engine light come on my truck, I'm going to get that fixed because I don't, you know, it could a smaller problem could turn into a bigger problem. But I don't want to keep it a mechanic and, and start talking about earlies, but that was the issue in that camp. And stuff like that. And that's so I'm surprised you talking about that because that's the whole thing, bro. When you got an issue with something small, I'd rather fix that issue before it become too big. And that's what anything in life do. Bruh, and that's what me and Francis are telling y'all. It's just that JD, I mean, Mark Breland isn't Floyd. So the, the videos don't got those type of views. But that's what I'm telling you. They reduced his role. He's telling you, bruh. My role is reduced. Bruh, I don't have power. Bruh, I can't make changes. Bruh, they cut my check. Like, excuse that, that check excuse engine light, excuse. dog, the check engine light been on and they been taking care of it. That's what you're not listening to. We telling you they been taking care of it. Now, it ain't no more check engine light. He is gone. You see what I'm saying? They been taking care of it. Go watch the, video, the videos. But um, looking like we got... Majinbe, the mastermind. What's up with that iPhone, champ? I want you in the chat. Where you at? Wait, brother. It's on its way. Oh, shit. Hopefully it, get, hopefully it gets here on Thursday, I think. Some shit like that. It's on. It's on. And so, 
kind of disappointed with the fact that he went with Malik. Um, it just doesn't make his chances of winning better. I mean, you really got to go out there and get somebody that's proven, has, you know, brung up champs uh, when they've lost or from, from when they were younger. Guys with a proven record, Malik, even though I love him and I think he is going to be a great trainer one day, he doesn't have the experience to get while they're there right now. I would have went with somebody proven, maybe gone to Ronnie Shields, uh, you know, maybe go to Freddie. I mean, Freddie, Freddie knows uh, Fury. He he already been in that camp, um, you know, and that's an offensive that's an offensive coach right there. Uh, that would have been a better option. Um, in regards to the to the uh, drive by mode in three minutes. Counter punches and boomerangs will have their normal time, but we are sticking to our schedule. Uh, we got a counterpunch from King Amin, I believe courtesy of JT, or the counterpunches for JT to get back at King Amin twice. I'm a little confused. On uh, the pre-process, give J-Mac boomerang for yes. Super. Yes, and J-Mac, you've been awarded hey. Super Max's boomerang hey, as well, nice. so you got two. That counterpunch. Ness, my bad for interrupting. That counterpunch is for uh, King Amin. I told you that on my call, on my counterpunch. Yeah, I know, but you got it twice. So you giving him one, or you want another one? I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm confused. Give him one, cause okay. you. Ain't, I thought you was gonna go right to him after oh, my counterpunch. Okay, I'm sorry, King Amin. So yeah, I was right. He gave you a counterpunch on you. So let me get to it. No wasting time. So listen. So look. Let's let's follow that analogy. Check engine light, cause we from where we from, right? If that's the case, let's think about this. So we saying either Wilder, his career. Is that used car off the lot with the check engine light already on? Or did we not pop the hood and do a thorough inspection? Okay, forget about that. Because we'll drive the car like that. But for how long? If he treated his car, his career like that hoopty and he said, yo, I'm going to get in and get out. I'm going to lose gracefully. I'm going to take my matches, which he's been doing. Then we not even tripping. But he acting like he getting ready to put a whole lot of money into a hoopty. That's what I'm saying. So if you're going to change trainers, Get you a trainer, whoever you want to work with, but don't say like, yo, the car been fucked up since Jump Street. You shouldn't have drove it off the lot like that. Damn, that's what I'm saying. Y'all not getting the analogy, dog. Wilder is the car. The check engine light is the team sensing turmoil. The light represents Mark Breland. Talk his, that shit, his interviews indicate why it went from not on to Amber. They don't give me control. They control me. They cut my pay. Like, that's the check engine light blinking. What did Wilder do? Lights out. I took care of that, that light. You don't get it? I took care of the message that there's friction in the camp. I took care of the message that he probably don't mesh well with us. It was bright. It started dim, right? Damn, you know, they bring me in. It got brighter. Nah, I don't have control over the spawn partners. It started flashing. Yo, they, they want to cut my check. So, like, what y'all talking about? He is the check engine. Like, Wilder is the sensor. Wilder is the car. He's like, boop, boop, something's wrong here. Boop, boop, something's wrong. Time to fix it. Whoop, you're gone. Listen, Louisville Slugger, talk to me. Try, man. TBV. 
What up? What up? What up? Yeah, man, I ain't tripping about the cut, man. You know, like you say, he had a job to do. He ain't do the job. You know what I'm saying? That's that's anybody. I'm pretty sure the chat, pretty much of the chat, working nine to five. You do something at your job, you ain't got no business. They gonna fire you. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I just want. I ain't tripping about the cut, man. That's that's on Breland. You should have just, you know, agreed with what I said. But like I said, if I was the trainer, I would have stopped it too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm saying that, I would have stopped it. But, you know, it, it is what it is. But why they going to bounce back, man? They ain't even tripping. Stay tuned. Two time. That's my call. Drive by. We are going to drive by, ladies and gentlemen. Drive by. N.O., talk to me. Ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to introduce to you a young fella, and he comes from the Magnolia. Oh, what's good? What's good? Look, I'm going to make it quick because I know I ain't got that much time, you did, but um, believe Sky can box. I just don't know. I just don't know. Anybody who he trained that's on a world class level and at the top of the game like that. So, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's like getting rid of, you're getting rid of one guy. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hurry up, hurry up. No, no, no. I said sorry. I said that was a mistake. I was trying to type and it hit well, the sound. Right, cool, 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 cool. But like, um, yeah, like I was saying, you don't have too much experience at that top level, bro. So it's kind of like. I don't know. It's like wild to train himself, like almost to me. I could be wrong. That's you know what I'm saying. Like how they friends and all that, and they close. So how much power? Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Yeah, I mean, look, man. I, you know, you hear me. I want, I want, uh, I want a Tim Bradley Senior in there for him. Jonathan Sims, Ohio, talk to us. Vamos, campeón. Jonathan and Ricky Hatton. Sorry, start over, champ. We didn't have you. Oh, okay. I was saying Lou Duvall, Lou Duvall, Roy Jones, Jeff Mayweather, and Ricky Hatton, all champs became trainers. But um, I agree with you guys. It was more than just a towel. I think that, that proves because he didn't fire him right after the fight. He let some time pass. I think it was a multitude of things. And I think at this point, Rowler, going into his training, he just realizes Breland isn't fitting the game plan and bringing more to the table that he needs. So I agree with that. I'm not totally against Malik because I'm riding with the champ. Whatever the champ want to do, I'm down with. I think he should bring in two coaches, one defense, one offense. And, you know, he is comfortable with Malik. So, you know, if this is what he want to do, we're going to ride with it, whether it's sink or swim. Shout out to Queen Naja, the true champ in the TBV Fantasy Pick'em League uh, that has uh, joined forces with Jemmy in Delaware, our own in-house graphic designer, Border Wars fighter, helps out with so much, and together they're playing the league, and I love Naja because it's like, Jemmy's the money, he's the backing, and Naja's the slick talker. She's in the comment section on Patreon like... Anybody scared? The Queen is now playing this month. And, she talking um, her talk, man. I, I, I heard Mario and Supermax dropped out the minute they heard Naja was playing this month. They no longer 
playing. You did you pay? Did you pay? Did you pay? Oh, so Supermax and you forgot. It's funny. Texas forgot, guys. Texas forgot. I was going to reach out to Mitty today to see if I could get credit for paying today what I missed out this weekend. I can't. I'm a beat you this week. Bro, I mean, you heard Mitty last night? Beat. You heard Mitty last Bruh, night? I went you. perfect, dog. I went I'm perfect. You heard Mitty last night? I went you. perfect. We going out to Bomb Boxing, Arizona. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. What Interesting up, time. Uh, I wish I had more time, but I'll get at it later. Um, it was actually, it was absolutely 100% the right thing to do to throw in the towel, even if you had an agreement. That's a man's life on the line. Francis, tell me this, man. You got your kids over there watching this bullshit, and you're getting beat up because you're not handling your business. You know what I mean? And your trainer stops it. He saved him. You get in a car accident, you want somebody to cut you out the car? Tell me. Tell me. This is, uh, this is there's, there's, there's something bigger, especially when you have babies like he's got, man. That's just my, that's just my thing. You know what I mean? I believe I believe he did the right thing. And at some point, you got you to... Gotta, Cut it, cut it, cut it. Shout out Bomb in Arizona. Shout out Real Najatic. Uh Trey Miller. Trey, where you from, man? I want to learn where you from. Uh Calitos. Mark Blake. Myself. Oh, Steve. Aaron. Big Nick. Vincent Phillips. Just a few names that went perfecto. This week, just a few names. I don't want to just shout myself. I got to shout like minds because we think alike. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, I don't want to take all the credit alone. I want to be amongst a community of seven. Sevens is the Lord's number. Seven mean we went perfect this week. And if you in a seven club, shout out to you. Majimbe, where you at? Brandon. Wait, Majimbe. Oh, no, Brandon. You, I mean, uh, Majimbe and Brandon in the same club. <laughs> The not perfect club. That's what club they in. Dennis. Hey, what happened? Florida. Orlando. No, Tampa. Tampa for Dennis. Are you ready for the fire? Don't do a fireman. We are firemen. Boxingboys.com. Go to the hood. Start over. I don't go to the hood to look. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you hear me now? Okay, check it out. If I love my car, I don't go to the hood to get a mechanic named Ortiz and Chisora, whatever fuck, excuse me, whatever his name is. I go to the dealer where they, these dudes got plaques all over the wall and how good they're a mechanic on. But that depends on how much I love my car. I don't look for a crack pipe um, mechanic for $50 to fix my car. I could, but I'd rather not because I love my car. And that's to continue with the engine light um, analogy, which serves our purpose. Thanks, I'm out. Yo, I know I'm going to sound like I'm lying, but let me tell you, I disagree with Dennis. Do me. You know I had to do my son's breaks the other... Well, I ain't had to do shit. He had to do his breaks. He got disc breaks. Uh, it was uh, disc rear breaks, right? So the pad was gone. It was gone. So I send him to my boy. 
my boy. You know what I'm saying? I've been taking my shit to Farrell forever. Oh, man. Sent him to Farrell. Farrell says for one side, bro, the rear driver, he need a caliper, he need a rotor, plus he, oh, need, to he, destroyed. Plus he need to pass for that side yeah. and the other side. So the, the quote was 450. I'm like, whoa. So my son like, yo, what do I tell him? I said, nah, tell him you got to talk to me. You're going to get back to him. So he texts him that. We call a few other people. I get my son a $400 price for both sides. Okay, so now we got Farrell for 450 one side. 400 with another mechanic that I know, and he's staunch for both sides, rear sides, right? Both rear sides. Then another dude that'll do it for 380 and then one dude that'll do it for 150 if my son buys all the parts. My son called his uncle, and his uncle found him what Dennis is talking about, a street mechanic that did it in the street for 80 bucks. So he he went and bought the parts with my other friend, right? Kuwita, my best friend I always tell you about. He got a, a another friend that owns a, a, a auto part in Patterson. I sent my son all the way to Patterson. It's a little drive, but when you're going to save that much, go get them brakes, calipers, and everything over there. Dry that shit to East Orange and get it done for 150 And he, instead of going to East Orange, like I said, his uncle hit him up like, yo, I got somebody to do that shit for 80 and he running around now with both them back brakes done for damn near 50% less. So I can't knock them street mechanics, champ. Some of them might be good. Just say a long analogy, but it's still some truth to that. Uh, Sony in Cincinnati, talk to us. Hey, good morning, TPV. What's up? Buenos dias. So hey, yo, Ness, I'm kind of busy right now. I sent you a message. Get the boomerang to Brandon. All right. So we're going to Crucial, Colorado. I want to address everybody acting like Breland saved his life, bro. It, it wasn't that serious. We've seen, we seen 10 times worse beatings in the ring than we've seen Fury put on Wilder. So nobody's life was saved. And you can't knock him hiring Malik Scott until you see the results. So anybody assuming that's going to be a bad signing or that's a bad move, you just a wilder hater because we haven't even seen the results yet. All right, crucial. All right, boomerangs going down the line. J-Mac. Oh, no. Uh, Brandon, go. Oh. Oh. Like, uh, as far as the check engine light, just the dead this, Ness, I agree. There was a point in my life where I would drive with the engine light on, but that's because I had a, you know, Lexus ES300 that was like 10 years old. At this point in his career, Wilder is the equivalent of a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, a Bentley, a Rolls Royce. If the check engine light comes on on a Bentley or a Rolls Royce, you're not going to ride around with it on, brother. You going to get that shit looked at. But that's my call, man. He should have got it looked at. Brand, uh, J-Mac, take both in a row. Yo, okay. Uh, damn, Brandon just hit on what I want to say. I want to say at a certain point in time in my life, I used to drive around with the engine light on, but I was a young dude trying to work, get the money. Wilder is about making millions of dollars where he can't afford to drive around with the engine light on. Same analogy or what have you. Another thing is we keep saying – Wilder discovered a problem in his camp. Maybe it is his camp and not Breland. If Breland was having conflict because he wanted to embed Wilder and the guys would not afford him the time or underpay him, 
called them in late because they wanted to have dig measuring. Uh, no, uh, uh, they wanted to have measuring contests and wanted to prove who was the uh, head honcho. That's the problem in itself. So I don't think it was all Breland, especially Breland is the Breland is the uh, brains of the operation. And I, I don't want to address the last call about name. Nobody is a hater because they got a difference of perspective and disagree with you on uh, saying. Breland said it's like, I don't know what fight you saw, but what fight I definitely saw was a man being punched around and ain't never looked like that a day in his life. I ain't seen Wilder hurt like that. I ain't seen him knocked down a few times like that. I ain't seen him bleeding from the side of his head with that knot, that indented knot on the side of his head ever. So him being stopped, yes, I did say it saved his life. On another thing, he was getting in the ring, getting punched by a bigger man that outweighed him by 70 pounds, punching him around the ring. And that could have prevented him from not being able to fight again. So, man, hey, man, get off y'all feelings with this hate and stuff. Just because somebody disagree with you and say the man did save his life, which the trainers would, and I would do it 100 times. And I guess I'll be fired 100 times, too. But the man got his life saved, and he can fight another day. Shout out to Mark Greeley. All right. Trey in the Bay. Word. Trey in the Bay. Hey, Ness. Tell me that's not true, man. Malik, Malik, not the head coach. Is it? Has that been confirmed? They didn't confirm head. They said a a bigger role. How they? What's the words exactly, Mario? Sorry. I'll tell. I'll tell you right now. Uh, yeah, it says. Uh, I have it right here. Go ahead, I think, brother. I think things will switch around with the team that is there, with Malik being in more of a role. And there's not much more to it. That was what Finkel Shelley said to Steve Kim of ESPN. So we don't know yet, but maybe Malik, uh, maybe they got somebody else in there with Malik, man. So I, I, I'm going to wait it out and see before I judge. But if that dude is the head coach, man, Wilder might be in some trouble. That's no, my call. No, J.D.'s is, JD's is, uh, is, is remaining the, the, the lead captain. Like, he's staying. That's what Shelly uh, said, too. Is this just Breland going out uh, and, and what's his name? Uh, Malik getting a promotion. Okay, well, I hope they got a third person in there, man. I really do. That's my call. All right. Looking like Coach Myers. How'd I skip you? Shit. See, now I know what you mean, bro. My bad. Or did you give it to somebody? No, I didn't see him. Coach? Yeah, you give it to, yeah, you give it to N.O. Oh, give it to N.O. N.O., go. N-O, N-O. All right. We're going to go to my Gene Bed Boomerang in the meantime. All right. So, continuing with the, with the hood mechanic as the analogy, now you got Wilder going to Malik Scott, which is the hood mechanic, instead of going to a dealer mechanic like Freddie Roach. Uh, it's unfortunate, man. It really is. I, I don't even give him a chance now at winning the fight. I mean, yeah, he has the big punch, but I just don't see it, man. Um, it's sad. And I'm sure that the conversation with the throwing in the towel happened when the referee was in the locker room explaining, this is when I will stop the fight. And, you know, Wilder probably was like, nah, if, if you, no, no throwing in the towels. You don't got to worry about that. Or something like that, to that effect. Uh, I could see that happening. But, yeah, man, great job, guys. I'll talk to y'all later. Vamos, campeón. All right, all right. Looking like N.O. taking that boomerang. 
Oh. All right, he cannot take it. Um, in that case, I'm going to give two Patreons uh, split that time between the two of you since you ain't get to go. No time for intros, and these are the last two callers, regardless of who calls talk? in. Yeah, I did. But regardless okay. of who calls in, these last two calls in for Joe Goat. You late, champ. No time for intro. We on we on a, a strict schedule today. Yo, uh, yo. Uh, good morning. Hey, I, I agree with uh, uh, Mark. Reeling did the right thing, man. Shelly Finkel and JD, they never took a punch in the face by a heavyweight fighter. Shout out to J Mac. He made the. That was a great call. Hey, a lot of y'all, man, they're saying that he he Mark Breland is wrong. Y'all will forget about Wilder as soon as they have to. Some you bit. We ain't talking about Patrick Day no more. We ain't talking about all the fighters that lost their lives. We will move on to the next fighter exactly like that. Y'all would not. He made the right decision, man. Trust me on that, man. Uh, y'all would not be talking about Wilder if he would have got being in the Cobra two years from now. He he can be around his family. I think he did save his life. Mark really made it. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Mario, you can you can cut out. Do me. Go ahead and cut out. I know y'all gotta go. Uh, we got one counterpunch that I told you I will take. That's the only thing I'm taking is Boomerang's counterpunch. We got Majid. Go. I'm Mario Mugi on Twitter. I'm Mario Mugi on Instagram. Peace. And uh, you already. Well, everybody need to like the video, subscribe, and join Patreon. Um, all I gotta say is. I'm no trainer, and I'm the worst person with analogies, period. I just buy new cars if it look too bad. So <laughs> all I'm saying is, Wilder, man, figure out what you got to do. Bring those belts back home or you don't. All everybody need to be supporters, win or lose or whatever, so we could get these uh this unified or undisputed, whatever we're going to call it. But, hey, man, good show. I love being last or whatever. Everybody enjoy y'all day. I'm out, man. Two champ, that was a good one, man. Yo, I mean, and that's what we said. Look, me, J Mac, and even Brandon, we all admitted in our twenties we roll with the with the check engine light. You know, now sure. I'm taking that shit. You know, yeah. How many times? I know my check. light on right now is for oil. That's why it's got the percentage, so I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm just. And don't and don't be all you know riled up when that check engine light comes on. I mean, it could be something <laughs> as simple as like your 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 fuel. O two sensor. An O two sensor yeah. is usually the biggest. Cause of a of a of a of a check engine light, you know what I mean? Cause we got to check the pollution. But uh, we got that counter punch from Louisville Slugger. What up? No, I just wanted to talk about the JDS thing, people. That that right there, that's a loyalty thing, man. Y'all gotta understand. Wilder then start boxing to nineteen. JDS was the first who gave him an opportunity. You feel me? Like JDS don't gotta go. He could he could bring somebody. Another train to help him train, but JD is just a loyalty thing, man. That's all that is. You feel him? Like, he probably ain't the best trainer, all that, but why to keeping him around? Because he was there from the start. 19 years old, man, and became heavyweight champ. So, y'all can sit up there and hate on JD as all you want, but it ain't J. That's a loyalty thing, man. That's all that is. That's all I want to say on that. Like, JD is there because of loyalty. He, he, you already know why. I agree with you. I said that earlier, man. Like you, he, he, yo, he found you though. Like I would be loyal to the dude that gives me the opportunity to change the life of not only myself, my mother, my brother, my sister, my Future. children, my wife, and my children's children to come. You know, if you don't make silly mistakes, the money he's amassed 
his kids don't got to work. They just... At, at all. He, he, he would have businesses already in place. Like, you know, he's changed the entire timeline of the Wilder family to come. Like, Wilders in, in five generations are going to have businesses to manage. They might not want to box because of all the businesses that Wilder right now has, has, has took on. Real estate. Oh, so much, guys. So... Listen, you gotta be loyal, man. Loyal hey, yo, Ness. is is serious. What up? Yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm good. You know, I'm for time. Nah, for so. sure. But we are good. That is everyone. Trey, I know you were done. I don't know if you want to gift your boomerang. You're the only boomerang I haven't gone to, and um, you know, you want to gift it or good. If not, we up out of here. If y'all see her gifted on the chat, let me know. If not, Ness GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. Uh, Today is Monday. Oh, shit. I ain't put out the post. I'm putting it out right now. We doing Untitled Did you get LV uh, Slugger's counterpunch? Yes, sir. Call me yes, sir. I did it. You the man. So, yeah, we're going to be back at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern for Untitled, only on Patreon.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. I'm sorry I didn't put the post out yesterday. I know somebody reminded me, and it slipped my mind, but it's all good. We'll put it out now, and hopefully you got your notifications turned on, and we get some good old-fashioned great questions. So, Arrivederci, see you on the next one tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, only on patreon.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. Yeah, next up, Sports Talk, YouTube, IG, Twitter. Hit the thumbs up button on the way out. Yep, and the subscribe button. We're trying to get to 117,000. Let's go. Champ, you already know. Alex underscore Doomsday underscore L-A-I-N-E-Z on IG, TikTok, Nevermore. And you got... TBV Twitter for me. It's Alex Linus TBV. And uh, don't forget to check us out tonight on Untitled. For those who just stumbled upon the program this morning, uh, Untitled tonight at 7 p.m. is a chance for you to kick it back with TBV and uh, just, you know, talk about a whole bunch of things that run across from politics to religion, which are the touchiest subjects, but which we tend not to dive in too much. But when we do, it's all love. And, uh, you know, cars experiences and uh you get to know us a little more and uh you know our patreons always have fire questions very fun fun show one of the most watched so tune in tonight at 7 p.m if you're a, a patreon and if you're not you know what check us out five dollar fifteen dollar tier will get you tons of content content that you know it's not privy to everyone just to those that are in our patreon family so go check us out hit the subscribe button hit that bell button and visit the Patreon platform and check out the tons of extra content that we have over there, Border Wars. And if you don't know what Border Wars is, you want to see Ness fight? You want to see me fight? Mario's fighting this month. Just leave that in the air a little bit. Go check it out, man. 